0: Hello, I'm Ian, and I'm Darren, and welcome to The Average Bikers in a Cave, a show where a group of bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike, from news, reviews, interviews, and the big questions. If you like what you hear, then be sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review.
1: On today's show, along with our usual ramblings, we will have a couple of new bikes to discuss, some interesting stuff from Triumph, and a bike-off. Also, we will tackle this week's two-part big question. Are you ready to ride and hand solo or hand groupie? This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture, and events photography and videography company that specializes in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant, with a focus on exhilarating moments your fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. That's the formalities done. Let's dive straight in. Check-in
0: time. Thank you very Ian. much. Yes, thank you very much Darren, yes, check in uh, this week, uh week and a bit really, it's been a wee bit longer than, than before. Two, two and a bit nearly? Yeah, a couple of things, Um, I've been out on the bike to work really, but that's about it from a taking the bike out and about kind of point of view did, to a wee, down um wee down into Glasgow and back, so it'll be a wee bit of a point and squirt across the motorway, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is quite good. So roads are surprisingly busy for a place that's in level 3 lockdown I have to say. Aye. You know, um, I, was, I was like thinking, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a, like rush hour or anything that was popping in, you know. Oh, no, it's,
1: it's... Aye, we but aye, aye. I crossed across the, the bridge and noticed that last weekend. I was like, ah, a hell of
0: a lot of traffic for someone that's still really infected. Yeah, there we go. But anyway, uh, also um, when I was on the bike, I noticed um, where I store my bike. Sometimes it's a wee bit moist. I probably <laughs> do not like that word, so um, I'm going to say it again can be a wee bit moist, so I don't know, wee spots of rust and stuff, are popping up in the chain, and I was like, oh no, I don't know what I'm going to do, so um, for anyone out there, there's a wee tip, you, you, I'm, I'll either get absolutely mauled, for being like, um, you should never do this to your chain, or that's a genius idea, but I bought a wee set of, tiny steel wool brushes, that fit in my wee cordless screwdriver, so they burrow burrow round, and I just take it, and I bit a WD, WD 40 got all the rust off my chain, so that was a really nice wee, Effortless, we are doing that. Actually,
1: I've seen somebody doing that on YouTube, so there must right. be some logic behind it.
0: You know, I'm, I'm sure if there's somebody out there listening, it says do not do that. You're absolutely going to ruin your chain. Then please get drop us t- a get message, get, get, get in, in touch, touch quick, get in touch quick, please. <laughs> before I'm flying down the road, my chain goes boing. <laughs> but uh, honestly, it was a uh, it was a wee bit of a kind of wee bit of an epiphany. That I was like, oh, that is absolutely brilliant. Not um, surely well, WD forty on it, uh, steel brush things. And, uh, I mean, try that. Oh no, hang on, another chain. Of course, I, of course. I'll I try not. In a, I'll try in a way. Week, week. week, I'll break, uh, her, break her bike. And then my exciting news, um, mm-hmm. I was talking to a, a superstar, an actor, um, who's been in some of the big films um, that have been out in the last few years. been in The Hobbit. he in been uh, Battleship, uh, Wrath of the Titans. Uh, currently uh, one of the characters in Outlander, if anybody out there watches Outlander. Um, and the reason I've been chatting away to this uh, particular actor is because uh, for those that are not aware, he is my son. Um, and I have been and he is desperate, desperate, desperate to um, get a bike. But that's not exciting news, the fact that you talked to your son.
1: because you no, no, the
0: exciting news is he has booked his CBT, <laughs> and I will have a bike buddy in the family. So. <laughs> there we go, yeah, brilliant, so um, brilliant news, John, thank you very much for uh, booking your CBT and and, and actually then saying, Dad, you can buy any bike you want, no, I know he didn't say that, but um, uh, what he did say was um, he's looking forward to getting out with me on his bike, so uh, middle of the summer there, he's got his uh, CBT booked. Uh, Do you know what's exciting about that, is
1: you get to do the bike shopping with him. I know, it's going to be good, it's going to be good fun
0: and yet you don't have the heartache of having to trade your bike in and because he's or spend w- your money. Aye, and because he'll be young and he'll, a lot of places probably won't let him test ride, so I'll have to do that for him. Genius. You know? He's, uh, he was he really loves the Bobbers, Triumph Bobber, right? Loves the Triumph Bobber, and they do look amazing, but I think when he was speaking to a couple of the guys, a couple of them said, they can't be a bit uncomfortable after a while sitting on them. And I said, well, John, I'm just going to have to test ride them for you to let you know if that's the case or not. But so then, I suppose it depends who says that
1: they're uncomfortable. Yeah, that's Cause, true. Because if I was on it, I would dare say it would be uncomfortable after a while. But then my derriere is probably a lot bigger than John's is because John's just like a young pup.
0: John is a wee drop of water, you know. But he's tall. He's, he's got long legs, so, um, you know, maybe he's, if, you know, he, the bobber might be a bit kind of the knees up his nostril kind of thing, you know. Uh, maybe. Um, but... Uh, but you've been asking me for a few different bikes But he's he seems quite set in triumph Just probably because It's what he knows really And he knows because of me But Get out and sit on them Get out and sit on them So um, we might take a wee trip through to Edinburgh Because um, obviously Glasgow's no more uh, Just have a wee look in the, the showroom uh, If Triumph Edinburgh are listening uh, Give us a wee shout out And let us know when I can pop in and have a look at Bl- any time any time we'll any bring, time. We'll bring the, the stars of Outlander I think uh, I think Sam Heughan from Outlander has got a triumph I think he's just ordered a big custom triumph thing uh, he did a thing with West Coast as well uh, yeah um, uh, he did that as well so so, um, he's got a few bikes now to be fair you know who, who the would dream with that the dream well so um, so, uh, so yeah so that's it so uh, John Bell who plays young Ian in Outlander um, and has been a, been in loads of stuff um, is going to be a biker whoa Big round of applause and right. someone else to the fold. Someone else to the fold and hopefully we'll get him in um, as a wee guest point. You know, at some point you know, talking about his experiences with uh, your CBT, what it's like. Um, you know, it'd be good to get him in firsthand. What your CBTs like? It would be good to get yeah. him in and get that fresh perspective. Yeah. On
1: I know it's not wasn't it that long ago I did mine, but long enough. Do you know what I mean? But it'd be interesting to see if it's. I yeah, what, um, what his take on it,
0: especially because he's younger than I am. Ah. Ah, well, he's, he's only 23, so, so so at the moment he's still not even old enough to do the big bike, really. As such, well, oh, you know what I mean? Aye. Aye. But, but I think by the time, by the time by you the get time through he gets it that, that point, he'll be 24, so. But uh, and an interesting bit of advice for anyone that is booking their CBT, um, the place that John's booking it with, uh, have also said to him, just book your theory right now as well even though you might not be doing it because there's such a backlog. Book your theory now. Aye. Because there's a huge backlog on when you get it. So. Aye, the problem there is
1: is the theory centre is not just the theory centre for bike theory, it's the theory centre for everything. Aye, for every theory. So no. everybody and their granny and their second cousin removed that's doing any kind of theory test has to go to that that theory
0: centre. Yeah, so. So exactly. So big shout out to um, at John Hunter Bell if you're following him on Instagram, at John Bell on Twitter. And... We'll uh, tag him. We'll tag. We'll tag, him tag you on to John. And uh, you know, if you're an Outlander fan and you come across this and you're a biker, then give us a wee shout out as well. Maybe if yeah. we're doing anything on the road, we'll do it from some Outlander locations. If John can come with us, that would be quite cool. Yep. uh right, there we go. So that's it. Uh, that's my wee checking. What be yourself Tom? That's quite a good wee
1: check-in I, I kind of feel like I should have went first because <laughs> like mine's just not that exciting. I haven't really done anything. I, I think uh, you and I must take it in shifts. You have exciting time. Because uh, I cause have that was like nothing last and time. Then Pretty much work's just been absolute chaos, other than that it's been IAM runs, both observed and non-observed, just to try and get the skill set back up again for the, the kind of advanced riding stuff, but other than that it's been it, I'm looking forward to this weekend because it's to be El
0: Scorchioso, and it's my birthday this weekend, um, so please, uh, say <laughs> thank you. Happy birthday. Please if you're if you're listening give us a a we message, wish me a happy birthday. It makes me feel as if I've got friends. That'd be nice. Thanks folks. Yep. If social media explodes, you can check it. Exactly.
1: Uh but yeah, other than that, it has literally been quiet. I've been trying to get caught up on some of the some of the podcast backlog that we've had, um, because as you can see, the MCNs are starting to pile up. Yep. Um, the Road Smart books come in, there's been a whole load of other stuff come in. So I'm trying to get kinda caught up on that stuff while doing normal day-to-day job, still getting out riding, and all that kind of good stuff, so for all it has been quiet, it's been productive, that's
0: all I'm going to say on that one. And to be fair, Darren does most of all this stuff because I'm, I, I don't, I work every <laughs> hour God God's don't I really? <laughs> Aye. I'm just off a 24-hour shift, so. Aye, I need to book in time with you to get <laughs> you here. <laughs> and oh. then when I do have time, my son <laughs> does decide to <laughs> take on, take over and decide to use my time for very important things, so. That's fair enough. He's okay. your son.
1: You, He's any, son. you can't, you can't, you can't not do that. Do no, you know? What I mean? Love him to bits, do so. any other way. So, uh, exactly. Uh, but that's that's it. I think that's kind of checking the yes. next. We've kind of brought in a new introduction, and I'm going to, I'm going to tee it up for his right, right yep. this new introduction, and then I'll let you run with it. Cool. But this new section that I'm going to add in is the first ever listeners, comma.
0: Do, 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 and, and
1: believe you me, right? This only came about this morning, right? Purely because this do, 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 do. all I'm just happened.
0: Be Listener's Corner music <laughs> in the <background> <laughs> Welcome to Listeners Corner.
1: I tried, for the love of you know what, I tried this morning to find some sort of Listeners Corner style, your song, DLT style music. That'd and, be funny, wouldn't it? Oh. I mean, if we'd done one of those, now.
0: Couldn't find
1: anything and what? I was getting really frustrated with what, it. What's so.
0: that DLT thing of that? Was it?
1: I was thinking it was your song, but I'm thinking that was more Simon, that was Simon Mayo, was it not? Was it? But it was almost like a dead sad story, wasn't aye, it? it was whatever? kinda aye. It was almost like the Hulk walk-away music
0: kind of you know what I mean for the 80s. So do you know what I do? I'll 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 work something out in the guitar Aye, it, right.
1: we I need some sort of little, little I've,
0: I've got to learn the guitar first, but once I've learned the guitar. Then, then well, I'll have a wee riff. You could, you know what I mean? There's one there. You could I, but no, I literally have to learn it first. Okay. I mean, the, the <laughs> instrument itself. I don't mean... It would be quite easy. to just thing. pick it up <laughs> yeah. Blum! Yeah. That's not
1: But yeah, so hopefully this is going to be a little recurring feature because um, actually I was skipping around the garden this morning when this came in. Um, we have had an official, our uh, first ever official contact with the outside world i know (laughs) i was starting to worry we didn't have listeners however we do do. and said listener got in contact through our facebook and sent us a little message this morning which i was absolutely stoked about and i'm gonna leave i'm just gonna let i'm just gonna let you run with it i'm gonna let you explain and fill your boots
0: our listener, Mr. Del Lang. Del, if you're out there listening, thank you very much for getting in touch with us. Um, it's like caveat, I do know Del, so, but, but he is listening. It's not a point. <laughs> uh, he he's listens a, to he's a, do, he actually had said. He's listened he's to, listen to them back to back.
1: Yeah. He's enjoying them, can't wait for the next one. And then, obviously,
0: his little message. His little message. So, uh, uh, Dale, um is actually a bit of a whiz with bikes. You know, he, he's he can strip a bike and... You know, a very short period of time and build it back up again. With His eyes closed. He's a fantastic He's a genius with those kind of things. So, um, but he's he's given us to a wee top tip, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that maybe Dale will get in touch, maybe every every week or so, because um I'm sure, judging by the work that this man does, he will have millions of tips. We could have instead of listeners' corner, we could have a Dale's top Dale's tips. Dale's top tips, yeah. Um, and but unlike the Viz top tips, these will be these will be useful. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or using Dale's words. Dell's little tip. Yeah, Dell's little tip. Yeah. So, um, so this is what Dell sent is, and this is actually a really cool tip, right? Especially when we were talking last week about, you know, um, tracking your bike and all that stuff, and um, and how expensive it can be and all these kind of things for certain stuff. So he said, "Good day, gents. A little tip. Where? Um, on episode four, there was a mention of trackers during the camera chat. That's clearly off there." Stroke additional long strokes. Yep. Um trackers I, we did say they can be initially expensive and um, and obviously there's like annual fees and stuff. So you know, and obviously I was saying as a tight Scotsman, the cheaper way to do it is uh, is when I'm out in the bike is left unattended. So this is this is what Dell said he says the cheaper way to do it when I'm out on the bike and it's left unattended. I have an old mobile phone on pay as you go. I place this somewhere on the bike. And make sure it is connected to the battery to keep it charged. The phone has Google tracking on it, so if the bike is ever stolen, I can track it where it is until the phone is located, which, to be fair, is where it will probably be uh, where the bike is being stripped. So, um, <laughs> decent chance of getting it back. Well, unless it's in fire, he says. So, um, hope this helps anyone else. Um, all the best. So, Del, thank you so much for that. That's actually yeah. a bit of genius, you know. Get an old Android phone, stick the Google tracking on it, chuck it, um, you know, on your seat, under your seat, or whatever plugged in if you've got a wee USB port or a charging port. I um, just run a wee USB
1: port for the battery to the, under the seat or something yeah. and stash it. I, it's, I, I read it this morning and once I got over the actual joy, uh, it was exciting, it, it, I mean, it was beyond joy, to be honest. It was absolute euphoria that, I mean, one, we have listeners and two, they were willing to reach out and I he touches, but get in touch with us. Um,
0: I've I've, I've been touched by Dale before. It's a, it's a wonderful experience. It is, is
1: it? It is a wonderful experience. It yeah. Sounds like it could be an episode in itself. An after dark it episode. That could be the big question. That could be the after dark episode. But it is a, it's a it's, it's a brilliant idea because uh, you I mean even the kind of cheap mini moto kind of ones are still I think you pay about one hundred and twenty quid for them and then it's uh, like maybe fifteen mm. something quid or so every year or whatever. So even at that. Even just for tracking, when you're yeah. only o- when you're not on the bike or the bike's unattended, it's not as if you're using it all the time. It's,
0: ah, a, it's a genius just, just idea. Aye, absolutely. I mean if you're gonna leave it for a long period of time you're gonna lock it up and put it away in the garage or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So um yeah, absolutely great. Um I did notice so just on, on this tracking thing, has Apple not released something recently? Like an Apple tag or something like that? Oh, it's the wee tiles. It's a bit like the tile thing, you know, where they had I don't know how effective they are in terms of tracking them and things like that. No. You know, I'm but they're a expensive. Whereas if, they? you, if you've got an old phone line about a page ago sim, it's not gonna cost you anything. Yeah.
1: No one to damage any future relationship with possible sponsors, but Apple's expensive. Yeah,
0: yeah. But but, but I, I think Apple knows Apple's expensive. I mean when 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 the CEO of Apple stands up and tells you it's fifteen hundred dollars for a stand for your monitor. Yeah, and
1: I know Tim so does listen, so yeah, yeah sorry so Tim, but sorry but, yeah, Tim, yeah.
0: Bring the price down a bit. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah. You know, Johnny Ive if you're listening mate If you could just make it a wee bit more bendy Just to make it look cooler That'd be all right That'd be ideal You no know got right, less white mate You yep. got <laughs> <it> less white
1: <laughs> But yeah a kind of, Stroke of genius Dale You're an absolute legend mate And you are officially The first Listener Corner Listener's Corner <laughs> It's time for the news. <laughs> 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 oh, I've well seen the coffee's kicked in. I know. Okay. okay stories from the biking world da, da, da. although i should caveat before there's quite a bit of triumph in there this week is there i don't know why i just we seem to have a bit of a backlog and triumph stories so I, I, I thought we'll just squeeze them all in yeah i
0: think triumph um it'll break my heart more because i can't then just quickly nip down to the local triumph dealership no
1: especially with what's lying in front of you and what what, what, well, oh. what you're going to talk about later i know um yeah that's gonna I'm tempted to go up to Edinburgh just to see it in the flesh. However, we will come to that in a minute. Burst up 2021 Ducati Monster. Oh, I'm a monster. 29 years. Oh, no? No. no okay. <laughs> it's Okay. to burst out of dance routine. Uh, 29 years after its first unveil at the 1992 Cologne Motor Show, the new Ducati Monster has been unveiled. The bike is not... The original bike not only saved Ducati from financial ruin, um, with its massive popularity and, and its profitability right, but the bike actually formed a whole new genre of bike. Um, which I think a lot of people forget because it's just that genre of bike, that hmm. whole naked kind of the frame you mean the oh, the absolutely, it's it all there. You I've hadn't really exposed, seen it before, kind of thing. No. From nineteen ninety three to two thousand the monster made up forty two percent of the catty sales and to date they have sold more than three hundred and fifty thousand monsters. That's obviously in different variants because they have got uh, like yeah. the eight one and the seven nine, whatever. Uh thirty eight models later, the last embers of the original monster, the last backbone, um is, is kinda dead. It's uh. kinda gone. Which as long as the spirit's still there, it should be fine. The new aluminium frame and the new liquid cooled 2021 Monster 937 is here. The Catty's 937 engine, now it's called a Testa Strata. Is it Testa Strata? Testa Strata? Yes, no, I'm rubbish at Italian, um, but it puts out a
0: respectable 111 bhp. I'm sure. I just like to point out at this point that in my notes, Darren's written down 11. Aye. That's, aye. Same on manners. So so if you if you saw that tiny wee pause there, it's cause he's read eleven BHP and meant I could go and
1: get the article and read that? it, but that would just waste time. Aye. I'm sure it's hundred and eleven. Right. There you go. It might be more than that. I mean, prob- it maybe be hundred and nineteen. I don't know. Well but it
0: could, if it's an eleven break hospital, it's in hundred and tens anyway. Nobody sell.
1: No. It's in hundred and tens at least. Um, the new it's the the new frame is actually superbike engineered, so I think it's engineered off of the Panigale V4, which is quite cool. That's the one I've got the Lego. Word love, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, yes, it is. the new aluminium frame does bring the weight down, though. So, but obviously with certain changes that they've added in there, the weight actually comes in at 188 kilos. Now, that's light. However, the original. First monster, the M nine hundred, was one hundred eighty five kilograms wet, and that was nearly thirty years ago. Uh-huh. So actually, in all that time, the bike is new. For all they've taken out the the old original frame, put the aluminium frame in, it's still maintaining a really lightweight, um, which I is I quite don't good. And
0: have so much tech in it now in comparison to the first one.
1: now I've never ri- I've never ridden a monster. I did like the look of it. I kind of was torn. Mm-hmm. Well, I go for a monster when I when I bought my eight fifty GS, um, just as a plaything. Um, and a friend of mine had who has had the catties in the past and had monsters in the past. Absolutely swore by it. Says it was the best bike that she'd ever ridden, and she swore by the monster. But again, again, I got head turned by the whole. Oh, I could take it off road. I'm never going to go off road. and end up with a GS. Anyway, different story. Keeping that classic M900 Monster in mind, though, they have kept some of the signature nods to the to the past bike. So they've kept the kind of round headlight, but they've made it feel LED. It's got that sporty tail. It's got that hunched fuel tank, which Ducati actually call it a bison back. Now, I would buy a bike purely for the fact that... This shows you how shallow I am. It's got a tank that the shape's called a bison back.
0: It does sound pretty awesome to me. It fair, sounds
1: right? mental, doesn't it? It sounds like mm-hmm. you're riding a wild animal. You know what I mean? Because you're...
0: All you need is a motorbike helmet in the shape of a cowboy hat and you'd be sorted.
1: Well, look into that as well. If no, there's a market there.
0: Um, niche, but <laughs> a market nonetheless. It's
1: niche in this country. It might, be, it might be a, ch- a well, massive hole. Cool. Let's market. be
0: honest, a lot of places in America you don't have to wear a helmet.
1: Well, that's true. And actually, we ha- We do have some regular listeners for Dallas and Texas. We do. Maybe they would be interested in a cowboy style hat. Slash helmet, maybe. Who knows? Get in touch. Let us know. Uh there is a plus version um that comes with a pillion kill and a little bikini fairing. Ooh. I know. Um however, <laughs> it's always the same. Unlike the original price, um, which was back in nineteen ninety two, it was or nineteen ninety-three when the bike was officially <coughs> released to the public to buy, yep. it was seven and a half thousand pounds. This is not seven and a half thousand pounds. This bike will be ten thousand three hundred and eighty-five pounds. The road, which actually, for a monster's a Ducati aye. is not that bad. No, I I, I expected to be a couple of grand more than that. Aye, so it's actually not that bad. And the important thing is, it still comes in Ducati red.
0: That's what you want.
1: Which is, you mean that, and between that and the actual note you get off a of Ducati, I mm-hmm. I would still have one. They're, they're expensive to service and stuff, but who cares? Worth every penny. Ian, what you got?
0: Trying to do electric now. I think we touched on this in a, a, po- a few podcasts before about electric uh, bikes. We touched because you were talking about um, a wee bit about electric and about battery compatibility and all those kind of things. Uh, we do keep hinting we're going to do, do, do an kind of, kind of electric special, yeah, exactly. You know, Electric Avenue, we could maybe call it a eh? get your boogaloo and Electric Avenue. Shame copyright Walney that has actually used that because I would so use that, I know, that in more
1: cool. than one occasion.
0: You know, um, we could call it uh, Together in Electric Screams, instead of dreams. <gasps> what do you think? That almost sounds like it could be the big question. Could be, yeah. Well, you never know. Um, Jam have created a prototype electric bike, the TE1, which uh, sounds like a Terminator model. It does, doesn't okay. it? It's I'll be charged. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like... I'm
1: so much of <laughs> a <joke. laughs> I'd be charged. It was a. It was like a dad joke. it, I mean, uh, it seems well, to be. We're almost. We obviously. John's exciting news this week. Yeah, it's done. Uh, this the the Uber be, dad Hi, we, we've
0: kind of went from a long stroke to a dad special. Uh, if if your dad's special is a long stroke and moving on swiftly, <laughs> check so check. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like a cross between a speed triple and a trident. The new trident, which I really like, the new trident It's really cool. Yeah, and uh, the one. Uh, all the images, is this beautiful kind of silvery white and red. It's a really nice colour scheme they've got on it. Uh, it's allegedly 174 brake horsepower, peak power. Which, 170 brake horsepower all the time? All the time. Yeah, it's just all like... All the constant, time. Yeah. Um, it's, it's roughly 220 kilograms, so that's a wee bit heavier than a uh, I monster. Think that but think I, I, I but think probably a lot of that is a the battery. These batteries are uh-huh. kind going to have two things and 120 miles effective range which actually is not bad for a
1: well how many miles
0: to a tank do you get out of your well when you fill it up it tells you you're about 130 134 miles but you get a bit more than that to be fair because obviously with petrol depending on how you ride it depends on how thirsty it is but you know if you're cruising along but
1: so you're into double figures then
0: uh, maybe about twenty four. <laughs> uh, so um absolutely. But on the grand scheme of things though, do you what mean hundred and twenty is not that bad. Yeah. Um and it's got a twenty minute charge um if am up, up to eighty percent. So from not to eighty percent twenty minutes.
1: Yeah. If they put all that off and again it's the double and tundra episode, um, that'll be phenomenal. Twenty yep. minutes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean pay for it, try a drink, have a twinkle. Yeah, have a twenty tinkle, minutes, have done. a
0: coffee have a wee cheeky crispy creme, you know, that's it's it, your 30 minutes. you can't zip up your leathers, but you get back on the bike anyway, and Aye. off you go, yeah, they've been working with William, Advanced Engineering and some other British companies to get this up and running, um, and this is phase two, phase one was the announcement, that was back in May last year, we are thinking about it, phase three will hopefully be the unveil of one in the flesh, hopefully around October, I think, is what we're kind of hearing whispers of, but. You know, the Triumph Experience is open back up again. Did you see that in the news? Oh, no, I sure. If you're you down it? that neck of the woods and you want to go to the Triumph Experience down there, um, oh, it's back up. So um, it uh, there was one day I was coming back from London and I had like a whole day and I went, I'm going to go to the Triumph Experience and it was the day to be shut. Anyway, Ugh. that was a couple of years ago. Anyway, um, so, uh, but it's back up, folks, if you're down that neck of the woods. Um, it's something I'd love to do. Um, Triumph's Chief Product Officer, Steve Sargent, has expressed the importance of the bike being affordable. And whilst battery prices are coming down, they're still expensive. So that it won't go to market until they can get it at a really good price point that people are willing to pay for it. And that's that's the thing with all electric vehicles. When I bought my, my Jeep eh, a couple of months ago, I was talking to the guy, and his he said, he said, we don't push electric cars because they're too expensive. You don't want to pay 30 grand for a Renault Zoe. No offence to anyone who's bought a Renault Zoe, but that's not a 30 grand's worth a car. Do you know what I mean? No. You know, but um, they need to make it affordable. And again... I know, but we touched on it last week, uh, like, was it last week or the week before, where there's like three or four companies that are all working together to, to try and do a, a kind of battery project where they can basically standardise the, batteries. standardise the batteries and pick them up and pop them back in, so that's... Which should drive the, which you would think would drive the price down, but the big companies or more big companies need to get on board Aye, with that. Exactly. And they may be forced to be because of the old climate change and all that, see what happens in COP26, is it, comes to Glasgow?
1: As November,
0: yeah, uh, keep an eye out for that, folks. If you're in Glasgow during COP26, because I think just about every single road run about the SEZ is going to be closed. So
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, bit of local knowledge there.
0: Yeah. Glasgow is going to be shut. Yep, basically. So, uh, um, <laughs> more we'll, than it is at the we'll moment. Probably, we'll <laughs> probably talk about that later, neither the time. Yeah, road closures and how we hate them. The
1: obvious question. We should just try and get a cheeky invite to that and see if we can find somebody to what's happening with electric batteries. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. Not a chance. We'll there we go. Started. So that's a wee
0: update on the electric triumph. Um, I know we've touched on it before, but I uh, uh, it does look amazing. Actually, uh, does look uh, I I it, it looks, looks it uh, looks like a bike. Do you know what I mean? And I know the the live wires get a, a bit kind of like space agey Tron looking. Wait, but but that looks, that like looks a sports quite, bike. That looks
1: quite chunky. Aye, aye. do you know what I mean? It does have that kind of sports bike feel, about it without having like the without having the the lowered handlebars. I mean, It looks yeah. like they've got the risers on there so that you're a wee bit more upright, but you can still get over if you really want to, Aye. you know what I mean, and you kind of need to. What, put what they that probably need in. to
0: do is get any a couple of, or at least one big movie, do you know what I mean? So like, remember mm-hmm. when the, when before the Audi, the Audi, um, the sports car, was it the R6, was it a, the R1 or whatever, what's was that Audi sports car, I can never remember the actual number of it. You know oh, what the I mean? R8. Ah, they are eight, that's it. Um, I'm hopeless with these numbers. Um, And uh, did they not feature in, like, iRobot or something? Before aye, it was something out like and that, and aye. Going, oh, what's that, Carm? Well, the Livewire was in... It was, Avengers, The developed one. It wasn't. It was still was. a prototype. Aye. They, that's a cracking so idea. If you're listening to Triumph, then that's... A Bond movie. A Bond movie. Although they have got the Triumph and the Bond movie, because they brought out the limited edition Triumph Bond Scrambler. Aye. It was a scrambler as well, wasn't it? uh uh-huh. There we go. Um, anyway, we have digressed slightly, but that's the electric triumph. Oh. Uh, we shall move on. What have you got next there, Darren? Uh,
1: a little article, actually, that kind of caught my attention, purely because we haven't talked. We, we kind of missed it. we well, didn't really miss it, but w- there's so much other stuff on, but the new Triumph Trident. MCN um, did their 250 road test, which anyone that reads MCN, um, which is the motorcycle news for our overseas listeners, um, they do a 250 road test where they take two bikes that are of similar ilk and they pretty much road test them, um, kind of side by side and see how they kind of compare, stack them up, and then kind of give their verdict on it. Um, and this one interested me purely because I've ridden the Yamaha MT07, and we did miss off the Trident, which actually I think looks like a really nice bike. Um, I think as looks a great as fun. a she has a first bike mm-hmm. for someone that's I don't want to say younger, but someone that you mean doesn't they want the f-
0: the full power. Of buying like a nine hundred or a thousand bike. If, if you're in your, if you if you so this is your first bike and you're using it for like commuting but having a bit of fun, Trident's an ideal bike. Aye, that or type of bike. Or the or get, in, it, yeah. or get it de restricted. Yeah, yeah get so it, that
1: yeah. you can, you've then got a bike that once you that you can use, and then once you get past that, you can unrestrict it, and then you've got yep, you the a You've got a bit of point bike. in Scotland, so. So. But yeah, so again, we never really touched on the Trident, so um, I thought this would be the ideal opportunity to see how it pitched up against it on the the 250 road test. So big shout-out to the guys at MCN, because I I love reading these things. Um, And we don't always feature them, but um, sometimes they're really quick. What I think is going to happen doesn't happen. But this this is is an interesting one. So first up, the MT-07. It's a 689cc parallel twin. Hundred eighty four kilograms dry, seventy two point four brake horsepower, and forty nine point four foot pound of torque with a fourteen liter tank. Price on PCP two thousand pound deposit, thirty six months at sixty four pounds forty four pence. Lost more than that down the back of the couch. <laughs> How big's your couch? Oh, <laughs> huge. Um, that's at a six point nine uh, fixed APR. The contender da, 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 is the new Triumph. 660, so it's a 660 inline triple, which already is going to be a little sweet sound, <laughs> um, it's 189 kilograms dry, 80 brake horsepower, 47.2 foot pound of torque, with a 14 litre tank, so it's slightly heavier, but it does put out more BHP. Yep. and slightly less talk so there's not much in it the price for the trident is two thousand pound deposit 36 months at 62 pounds and 83 pence at 7.9 apr fixed so again not much in it and if you if you have if you have to go down the pc period which we again we've explored to death 60 pound a month for a brand new bike yeah albeit you get your lump sum at the end i get that and you've got to have your £2,000 deposit. And you've got
0: yeah. to have your £2,000 deposit. But By bringing that deposit down, you're still going to be. You'll get You still be under 100 quid ah, for a brand new bike. For a brand new bike. Which is just, just tremendous. For three years, and then you can literally hand
1: it back. Aye. Don't know. It's nuts. Um, so there's no much in it from a, a spec perspective. Um, the verdict is that the Triumph it's just stepped up that middle weight category and moved the, moved the bar, moved it on a bit. Um, it's sporty shash- shash-y. 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 It's sporty It's for short <laughs> and the triple water means that it is just that little bit better. The MT07, it's a great bike. Um, it's a really good first bike. It's easy going. There's no, there's no drama with it. But it's it's ne- it's in need of an update. I think the way the MT09 was last year. The Triumph's just that little bit more fun. Again, that's the verdict from the guys at NCN who are far more experienced journalists and writers than, than we are, but I just thought that was very interesting um, that they pitied those two against it, and especially mm-hmm. since we missed the Triumph, I thought it was worth giving a call. Yeah, we,
0: we, I think we just mentioned it briefly once, but we did really didn't have a good look at it. Yeah,
1: no, we didn't. And ironically, for all it's heavier and got more power and stuff like that, the Triumph um, works out on the 250... Um, road test to get forty six point the the gallon, whereas the wee Yami only got forty four. Which mm. considering it's lighter and less powerful, you imagine. You it's But it's it's, it's a wather between them. There is a wather between them. Aye, it's w- you probably couldn't get in a, a, a copy of the MCN between them. It's that th- it's yeah. that thin. So, but aye, so there you go. Um, an interesting read. Defenders out there wants to get the back catalogue and read the full blown description bend by bend. Uh, it's it's worth a it's worth a read. Yeah,
0: Mr. Bell, last one. You got this, this. Is this is the the hankies at the ready? Hankies at the ready. A little bit of a uh, little bit of big porn coming up. Yes. Really. Um. This is the new Triumph Scrambler 1200 Steve McQueen edition. I've got goosebumps just you saying it. And if you put if if you I've got permission to put Steve McQueen's name to anything, which mm-hmm. you know you've got to go through the McQueen family. It's all it's, you know all these things. You know it's going to be something special. You know, yep. um, and of course, as we know, um, you know, Steve McQueen's famous scene in, you know, The Great Escape on yep. a Triumph. He insisted on using Triumph bikes when he was um using bikes in, in movies. So um, even even if they did make it a little like BMW. Even if they did make it a like BMW, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um um so Triumph have released a limited edition Steve McQueen's scrambler twelve hundred and they're also updating the twelve hundred scrambler range in general to meet Euro five. Yeah, so yeah, more bothered no, about no, that. No, about no. that. <laughs> so uh, sorry, triumph. So they've all got a small engine tweak for emissions, yeah, uh, and a new exhaust to improve heat displacement. And I have to say, I've ridden a, scr- a scrambler, um, the old scramblers, and one of the things I love the bikes. I think they look amazing. I love the concept of them. I, I get how brilliant they are to use and kind of off road and in rough I but I've never liked that exhaust placement. I know why it's there. High up, mud or, yep. you know, and you a lot dollar standing up on the bikes. But you ride it as a city bike, I just... A city bike as in
1: city riding or city as in city dune?
0: Oh, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> I didn't mean city riding <laughs> for, because we've got international listeners, right. but okay. for all the Scots out there, I, <laughs> <And stand laughs> the no, no, I city dune. A city dune bike. I don't stand up on the pegs. I'm a city dune person. Um, uh, so I've always found that um a bit weird that uh, it's so high up and you can feel that heat throbbing into you. You know, <laughs> which is which is all right. In a, in a, I'm going to need to post an this now. An, an expletive. You know what I mean <laughs> is this suitable for kids? No, no. Um, uh, but enough. Let's talk about the McQueen version, right? Because the scrambler's a scrambler, yes. and, it's, and the scramblers an, an excellent, an excellent example of a scrambler, right? Yes. Of all the different types that you can get, but this is the tr- this is the McQueen version, and they've spoken to the McQueen family. They've they've got it. As we said before, they f- he famously rode a modified Triumph TR6 in the Great Escape. I was a massive fan of the Triumph TR6, and um, uh, it's based on the XE model, the off road version. So it's got big, chunky tyres, it looks amazing, really high fenders, and everything. It's just a, a big, chunky lump of love, right? Um it comes in competition green, right? Which is you know, that is like the Triumph equivalent of British racing green in your jacket, it isn't is, it? but it's just but it's, 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 it's almost as if they just turned the brightness up, just a, just a smidgen. It's it's like it's like one of those really nice looking blue bottle bug things you get. It's like a bit like a bug, isn't it? Ah, yeah, that's a good day. You know, um, uh, it's got brush foil knee pads in the tank, uh, the hand painted gold stripes, gold heritage logo, and a beautiful aluminium fuel cap, stainless steel tank strap. It's just it's just put together really, really, really beautiful in terms of just the balance of colour and against metal. I know that sounds a bit a bit bit artistic, you know, but it's just a <laughs> lovely balance, um, uh, and of course, the final touches, are there's a custom Steve McQueen logo, yeah, on the bike, which is just, yeah, on the tank, uh, we pitched a Stevie boy, on his bike, yeah, oh. getting it loudy, uh, uh, and that's kind of like, the opposite side of the tank, from the, the, the aluminium, fuel cap, sad news, or good news, if you've got one, there's only a thousand, that will be made, and each one will come, with numbers, a number, numbered handlebar clamp, like they did with the James Bond version, yeah, James Bond edition. It was laser etched. You will also see Steve McQueen's signature, and that to me is like, oh, no. I would, I would just go and sit in that bike and just look at it, and just, just touch it. I know. Just, just rub my what finger on it. Yeah, that as well. And uh, and if it wasn't special enough, you will get a certificate of authenticity with a VIN number, and it will be signed off by Triumph CEO Nick Bluer and Chad McQueen, Steve's son, and that's that's. Pretty special, isn't it, Really, I, um, To get, to I, get a I, bit of the family history just in in your hands like that, aye. To get that certificate of
1: authenticity means it's special, yeah. But then to have Steve McQueen's son sign it, uh, just th- that. Just a bit uh,
0: of did to have that link to that the DNA of 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 that the, the iconic person that Steve McQueen was, especially for bikers and because of his love for for motorcycles.
1: The fact that the the fact that the family approve of it. And the family have had that input to it means that because they knew him better than so anybody else, they they knew
0: or they know that he would like it, and that's the bit that just gets me. Aye, you know cool what I mean, um, it's just I uh, it's just it's just a, a something a wee bit special. I mean, I'll, I actually love the Bond one that it brought out as well. Yeah, because well, well, it's Bond, it's Bond, right? But this is this is more than just. It's that you know, it's Bond Or If they brought out, say they brought out a Star Wars version, you go, well, it's Star Wars, or you know what I mean. But this is, this is, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's an emotive link to it that's way more relevant. Is that the best word to use? I think to it than than the just like sticking a brand on it bec- and making it a limited edition. You know, I think the thing for me,
1: and I think that point, I think I get exactly what you're trying to say. I think the Bond thing is, is because it's a it's a movie franchise mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter who's really playing bond it's bond as a franchise it's star wars as a franchise it's it's that yeah. you know what I mean whereas yeah. mcqueen obviously yeah. is still a franchise but it's 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 him you know what i mean it's not you know what I mean there's no like yeah okay there's there's um easton Raider was yeah. bud Aiken, right. um or bud Eakin can't remember but anyway, bud anyway um so there's a lot of people follow that kind of relationship stuff but mcqueen loved triumph he used to race triumph do you know what I mean Aye, absolutely. he fought tooth and nail to get that tr6 done up like a bm because he had always faith in that triumph and that's the thing and bond is very it's not as worldwide i think it's mcqueen every biker in the world Knows Stephen McQueen and knows what he done. Yeah, and know, and yeah, yeah. That's and, and the
0: associates Stephen McQueen with bikes. You associate Aye. Bond with the movies, and yeah, sometimes he's on a bike, but there's umpteen. Because nine
1: times out of ten, it's the with uh, Bond that's the Aston Martin.
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Or and the Jag and it's the and car, and I think if if you were to if somebody was to give you an Aston Martin DB5 limited to edition, the, well, you can hardly get it anyway. But you know what I mean? If there was a Bond version, then what you're talking about there is 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 the is the is that the emotive con. You know the emotive. Um, that's exactly. That's that the exact. There. That's exactly. Absolutely. That. Uh, so yeah. So it's so that's it. Now it's going to be in showrooms in June. A whole a thousand of them. They're, sp- they're probably all already pre-ordered. I would imagine are pretty close to it. You know, because it's only thirteen thousand six hundred pounds. Which for a piece of history is just. I think that will
1: make money. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if you had that bike and kept it for a couple of years, right? he'd obviously need to keep it immaculate yep. and try and ride it, which would be really difficult because Aye. I'd be going everybody I know going, oh, look at this. Aye. Look, that's his signature. But I think people then would be knocking on the door trying to buy it it's off probably
0: you. Probably as an investment, I think. Yeah, I think it's an absolute investment, without a doubt, because they don't put his name to everything all the time. Do you know what I mean? No. It's like... No disrespect to Valentino Rossi, because the man is a is just a genius, right? But you can buy Valentino Rossi Elmet, golfs, helmet, gloves, jacket, you no know, baseball um, cap, baseball cap. Um, you can buy bloody um, plastic kids, you know, um <laughs> you know forks and spoons to feed your babies with it. You know what I mean? And and and. No disrespect to that at all. That's absolutely the right thing to go and that man's a brand and and use your brand and and absolutely brilliant, you know and and, and so he should because what that what he's achieved in his career as a, OGP etc. It's just it's just outstanding, right? But it's you know, but it's but it's but you can't walk in and buy yourself a Steve McQueen pair of socks, you know from from Madeline. Do you know what I mean? I feel. TK Maxx or something like that. You okay, know? I can just see you them. I'm going to get a, a, a Steve McQueen barber jacket, but then again, it's another exclusive kind of link or something, you know. So you, d- it's no, it's no everywhere.
1: You, you, know? m- you mean I can't get my non-spill Steve McQueen sippy cup from Tommy Tippy? To yes. No, you can't. Okay. Okay. But that, that, that.
0: You're Although I'm currently in discussions with the McQueen family <laughs> around <laughs> a range of baby, of around baby <laughs> utensils. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I knew, I knew he was a big <laughs> fan of Tommy Tippy when he was a child, you know. And, uh, you know, he's he's he, in fact, he, in one of his movies, um, they were wanting to use, uh, you know, um, a non-Tommy Tippy cup in one of the movies and he insisted that they would the Tommy Tippy cup. And he threw his toys at a yeah, pram. He threw his toys at a pram, exactly, yeah. That's it. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, so, uh, the But they made the Tommy Tippy cup look, look Tupperware. But, you know, Mr. Tommy Tippy was insisting on it. You know, <laughs> we've so, so happened so, a so so, tangent so, this week. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, hey, wait, just wait. To make it perfectly clear. No, we're not drunk, and no, we're not on any sort of just about caffeine. To be honest, and yeah. I'm on a big mug of caffeine after a 24 hour shift, so that's maybe explains quite a lot. To be fair, market than is that, yeah.
1: and that
0: was the news, and now
1: the big question. question.
0: The big question is a two-parter. Uh, this today's uh, podcast. Um, part one is: Are you ready to ride? And part two is: Are you hand solo or hand groupy? Groupy, not um, groupy, as Darren kept saying. I messed up the intro about a dozen times
1: because yeah. I kept reading it wrong.
0: But yeah, so I so. Um, are you ready to ride in, are you hand solo or hand groupie so today's big question is in two parts and with there's all got a bit more freedom especially in the UK at least um, are we ready to ride we're going to talk about some of the things you can set up when heading out back out on the road and then in the second part which is probably more about the question really isn't it is yep. about uh, do you want to ride on your own hand solo or do you prefer riding in a group hand groupie yeah Yeah, and I think that's the
1: thing I think obviously the first part I think is more because we are getting back here, I just thought it would be responsible for us to try and cover off some stuff. Absolutely. So it's less of a question, and more of a, here's some pointers that maybe you should think about. Yep. Um, I think the, the, the deep-dive discussion will come, Aye. whether it's an argument or not, whether it's a discussion, so I'm not entirely a bit a dis- sure. But
0: we, we, we never argue. No. We never argue. No.
1: Yeah, so finally, the easing starts. Roads to return to normal, as Ian alluded to earlier. Glasgow City Centre's just chaos. Mm-hmm. This means we can all get out a bit more and be out and about and meet up and go longer rides and stuff. So we thought that since for some of us it might have been a while since we've been out and riding, um, that we should have a little look and discuss some things that we should take into consideration, um, before we, we head out on into the big wide, 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 wide world. The Big Bad World. There we are. Aye, The Big Bad World again. Um, okay. So, firstly, honestly, people will think we're drunk this week. I know. So, firstly, let's cover off the bike. So, if you have read or have seen the Police Roadcraft book, then they use an, an anagram or an acronym, sorry, not an anagram, an acronym uh, of powders, double D, double S, powders. Um, so, we'll run through that quickly. So, these are things that you should check on a bike. And it's not just... After a long layoff, these are probably things that you should check and should, every time you go out, just yeah, get yeah, run through them. So, petrol. Yep, you kind of need petrol to go. Is there any in there and how long has it been lying in there? Mm. Oil. Is your oil at the right level? While in that mode, you might as well check your break and clutch food and make sure those are at a light level. Water. Check level. Check hoses, Is everything tight? drive chain so your first of your double d drive chain is the chain oiled if you have one belt same applies uh, is the tension good no missing sprockets or teeth if you get a shaft make sure there's no leaks and you're trying to laugh at you make sure there's no leaks or damage and um, some will say check the gaskets and stuff as well yep. the second d in the double d is for damage Visually inspect the bike, make sure that there's no major damage, make sure if you get got luggage, it's secured, all of that kind of stuff. E for electrics. Do your lights work? Does your instrument cluster work? What's your battery voltage look like? Does your horn work? R is for rubber. So are your tyres in good condition? Give them a good check over. Remember, the UK minimum is one millimetre of tread, um, and check your tyre pressure. And then the double S's, steering, Check that it's free from obstruction and it moves freely from lock to lock and then self-corrects, and then suspension. Check the fork seals. Make sure there's no trapped cables. Make sure that it's all set up to ride for pillion, conditions, luggage, etc. So that's the bike covered. Now let's talk about us, the the rider.
0: The rider. Again. Rider. The rider. The rider. The rider. 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 I'm going to throw
1: out another (laughs) acronym.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I haven't been drinking, honest.
1: It's just caffeine. Mm. Uh, another acronym to use is I am safe. So, I am safe. Eyes for illness. If you've got any symptoms, anything that might affect your ability to ride safely. Why would you put illness in there? Is there
0: anything happening at the minute in the world that, that might be... Just, just in totally case relevant. you can do Time of year, you could get a cold. Ah, cold, that's what cold it is. Cold, something like that. Yeah,
1: fever, I mean. that kind of thing.
0: Aye
1: aye. aye, aye. It's not as if there's a pandemic or anything happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> A is for attitude. Am I fully focused on the riding? What human factor do I take into account? M is for medication. Are you, on any, are you on any drugs? Um, Which, there's a lot of people listening to this right now going, are they too on drugs? No, we're not no, on we're drugs. Not. It's no. just caffeine. Um, but are you on anything
0: that may affect your... Um, Aye, did you twist d- your knee at work and you're on cocodamol or something? Just Aye, or hay thing? fever. I mean, some died. hay fever pills can... Can I um, and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Exactly. And mm-hmm. that can just affect your performance um when it comes to reaction times and stuff. That's, That's what she said. S, S is, so is for I've been watching st- the
0: office, right? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. And it just popped in my head there. That's sorry, <laughs> I, I, you know, for for those who are watching America in the office, they'll get totally hopefully get a kick out of that. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> carry on, sorry. Serious talk and I'm just <laughs> I had a Steve Carell moment, right? Carry on
1: S is for sleep. Um, do you feel sleepy or are you fatigued? A is for alcohol have you been on the booze again, no we haven't Um, even just, but well, when I go home you can get, you I can let well be that's another thing that Ian didn't check in on his thing, we'll maybe pick that up towards the end, alright okay we'll take a note of that um, but even just one can, can affect your reaction times or your judgement, food are you fed, are you watered, are you hydrated are you hungry, are you hungry? Which if them? He's not sure what angry is. It's that combination of being hungry and angry because you're hungry. Yeah. Um. You may have low blood sugar. Anything like that it can that can all impact um your your reactions, your performance, and your your decision making. Yep. Uh, and lastly E is for emotion so am I angry am I depressed am I stressed out or anything in there that maybe makes you take unnecessary risks uh, you mean those are the things that if mm. there's any of those you'd really need to have a think about am I in the right frame of mind and stuff like that to to be out there so aye that's the bike and that's the biker um I felt that I feel like all our listeners father at the minute. And but I say, and remember, I... check the bike, check this, check that, and check that. But I think it's just, if you can get into that routine and have those quick checks, even just before you go, it's a real, at least, you know, when you're out, you're safe. or You're as safe yeah. as you can be um, with the, the, the kind of outside influences.
0: Absolutely. And I'm now going to become the listener's nan. Or Granny, because I'm about to... Just check your pockets for all these, like your clean underwear. Have you put your clean underwear on? Uh, So these are the essentials that you need to pick up. So uh, Granny Ian here says, make sure that you grab your earplugs if you wear them. And you should be wearing them. And you should be wearing them, but I don't. To be honest,
1: the last couple of rides, I haven't worn mine. And I have been wearing them. And the last couple of rides, I keep forgetting to put them in. I'm gonna go and look at custom I
0: fit ones. I, I see them screw them. Anyway, I we do this agree? But grab your earplugs. Remember your wallet. You do not want to be stuck somewhere run out of petrol. no cash. No cash at all. It's very, very important obviously for you know like petrol and stuff, but it's really, really important for your coffee and your cake. <gasps> I never thought of that. Hmm? But you're absolutely right. I think I'd be more upset especially not the coffee and the you, cake. If you've maybe forgot about the F and safe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's <laughs> just from <I'm> am swearing. not <laughs> <laughs> F and safe? Is When, open. If, Be sure but when you open... When you forgot, go, you're F and safe. If you forgot, right. maybe if you haven't eaten, make sure you've got your wallet with you just so if you do feel a bit hangry or a bit whatever, you can get something. If you need glasses, please put them. P- please lift them, unless you're wearing contacts, of course. I still think, right, now, I know a lot of people wear contacts and wear them really successfully, but I have a mild panic when I put my contact lenses in that one's going to pop at my eye. Right, and it's happened before your eyes get really dry and one pops out. So I always, if I'm going on a, a long run, I'll always keep my glasses with me in my bag, a pocket or something anyway yep. because I'm, I'm paranoid at my contacts point point out, plop out. I thought you were going to say just a whole pit in your finger in your eye thing. Aye, so And then, does it, I mean, if you're riding, like you an open face helmet and you get hit in the eye by a fly? That know. happened to me last night we on a run. It happened to me be <laughs> here. It wasn't <laughs> an open face helmet, but I just had to put my visor down yet. I, you know what I
1: mean? And I thought I'd get trapped in the... Know how, know how the, the, these... Know how the these helmets have got the wee mesh thing at the bottom? I thought that's hit my face, died, and it's new no line there oh, and a little hammock of death yeah. in my helmet. But, but, but if it pops out, there.
0: your mouth be a bit about protein, you'll be all right. Keep you going from being hungry. Thanks, Bear. Um, now, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, and I know this from personal experience. Check that your bike's gear still fits you, because if you've been doing what I've been doing in lockdown, and that is loving the biscuit, <laughs> then yes. Partying hard yep, on the custard it. creams. Going a, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. um, a bit of bourbon action. Maybe a the old malted milk dipped in my tea. You know, I used to have four malted milk dipped in my tea and I'm having 40. So, you know, uh, yes, it's bad your Is bike gear, still fits you. Do you know what I mean? It's bad when you go, I could go a wee biscuit and then uh, you go, who finished the biscuits? Exactly. You, because you haven't even moved off the couch. Exactly. Aye. And uh, I, I was really pleased though, because when I tried my bike gear on, my shoes still fitted me, so that was good. You know, that was a win. And the helmet. That was a win. The helmet affected yep. me as well. That's right, aye. Um, but we do, you know, in a nice way, just check the, your gear fit. There's nothing worse than getting all ready, getting ready to get the bike all ready, and then you can of get that jacket fastened, and, <laughs> and you can't breathe when you're riding.
1: <laughs> the bike. Aye. And then you yep. kill a passerby with a study button.
0: Yeah. Don't forget your smartphone, or your cell phone for the Americans, uh, for our Across the Pond guys. Don't forget your cell phone. Um, take that with you. Um, Mental sharpness, or as we call it here in average bikers in the cave, bike fit. Again, just take your time and get back to speed. You know, I mean, I remember when I, I was terrified when I bought that Triumph because I hadn't been on a bike for a few years. Mm-hmm. You know, travelling around, around the world and stuff with John and um, I hadn't been on a bike. I was terrified, absolutely terrified and I just took it so, so easy. suppose it helps, I bought the Triumph brand new so you've got to ride it pretty easy anyway for the first, yep. you know, 700 miles or so before it gets, in and gets it tightened up. Um, But, you know, I I cannot emphasise enough how important it is to just take it easy when you if you've not been on the bike for a few months, you know. And and you're maybe only talking half an hour, an hour, on the bike, and then you're like, right, do you know what? It's come back to me or whatever. But just take it super easy just till you get up and running again. And use roads that you're familiar with, you know, at the start. Ease yourself. Thigh,
1: you that's, thigh, that's a good tip. I think, I mean, if you're getting, if you haven't been on the bike and a year or whatever, depending on how long you've been at the lockdown and stuff like that, and you want to go for a, a I'm not going to say a blast, but if you want to go out and just enjoy a wee run, and <coughs> I mean, being on a fam- familiar road, there's probably two arguments to that. There's one, well, you're then, maybe, b- no, fully paying attention. However, if you're on that road that you're familiar with, you, you can pay more attention yes. to what's
0: around about you. Absolutely. And that's probably the kicker. And I think that brings us on to this final point. Other road users, you have not been on the road on your bike for a long time. A lot of other road users, whether it's their bike, their car, their push bike, whatever it is, you know, they've not been on the road either. Mm-hmm. You, and you know, like, you know what it's like when you're on the bike? You can be the best rider in the world, you know, but all it takes is somebody who's an be wee bit of a dream, cut lanes as you're filtering, and then that's you bumped against the central reservation. Do you know what I mean? Right. They won't be exactly as sharp as they once were. You know, so make sure you're sharper. Your anticipation, your hazard awareness, and your planning will be even more important than ever. Remember and give yourself an invincible bubble, and look to protect that bubble. You know, ride tall, ride wide. You know, all those kind of things that you want to do, Uh, and make sure you know eye contact's an amazing thing to make sure you try and do, Um, uh, which is which is really really important. There's there's little silly things like if you're
1: if you're on like a dual carriage and you're Say it's a steady floor traffic, Aye. and you've had the same guy behind you, and whatever it may be an Audi, a BM, or Aye. you know what I mean a, a Renault Zoe, we'll, we'll keep plugging the Renault Zoe's this week, That's it. which is right. Um, and you're you know what I mean in your normal position and you're riding along the road. See, sometimes it's just an idea just to move across the lane and then move back in while still staying in your lane because even that distraction, even that movement is enough for you to catch the right. Cause Somebody behind you could be in that automatic pilot mode, and they forget you're there because you are so small and you are vulnerable. Just moving across that lane, they catch you in that, and they're their
0: they kind of and there was unconsciously. There was, oh, oh, that's right. There's a bike uh, in front of me. And it's probably worth it if you, if you've got time to look into this if you're if you're interested, folks. Um, there's a there was a really good article a few years ago. I think it was in bike magazine, and they were talking about that that why people don't see bikes. Yep, it's because you're so thin. And because you're so, um, and, you, and you can go quite fast, it's, it's the same way that insects, you don't see insects until they're right in front of your face, and that's the same principle. It's, it's a really interesting piece of kind of um a theory against how you, your eye plays tricks on you, um, and and by just moving about, just by changing your position, it just makes, you, it makes people kind of take a second look and remember, oh, there's something in front of me here, you yep. know because if you're if you're in a black bike and you're behind a black van and you know the guy behind you doesn't see the bike you know move around and and, and, and shift then you can essentially camouflage yourself because you're so thin and, and looking in
1: it's that same it's that same discussion that you have when obviously we talk about like shoulder checks and lifesavers and stuff like that it's the all it takes is you catch it in the peripheral vision mm-hmm. and it because you know what it's like if, if something happens outside your peripheral vision you instantly go oh what was that and that's the same when you're on the bike. Yep. I think if the minute you do even a slight shoulder check, if there's anything there, you catch it clear as day in your peripheral vision and it makes you go, oh, right, that's there. Right. And I think it's about giving that same level of information back to, to, d- to motorists rider, or yeah. riders or cyclists or pedestrians that, oh, i moved across and i moved back in, I'm here, and so that they don't have that.
0: And, and before we move on to the second bit, I know digress digress a little bit, it's another you kind of, more and more especially hcvs and stuff like that and, but i've noticed that there's some cars now that you can get that do not have mirrors they've got cameras right so yeah nah. really? yeah yeah so they don't have big side mirrors they've got cameras and you can then in the driver of the vehicle can oh. see what the the cameras are showing you as side mirrors but you you cannot and it's a, a big thing bikers hate it. It, was, it was it was in you can't see them was one of the mcns you cannot see you can't have that eye contact with the driver that is so important as a biker. Because that's that's a key there's, a wee, there's a wee Honda there's a tiny wee Honda electric car and I clocked it the other day and it's just got these two wee kinda knobbly bits that stick out, you know, that are tiny, tiny wee things and that's the the, re, the side mirror cameras and it shows up on a screen in, in the car. See that
1: can affect that see that's bad I, I don't like it's horrible it's I can horrib- feel myself
0: getting slightly annoyed by that yeah. already and yet I've never seen one and a lot of the big HTVs certainly all the really modern ones have got that technology in them Because like especially in an HTV you want to you want that you want to see that driver's face in the mirror and you want that driver to see you you know quite often they give you a wee nod or a wee whatever you know and you Aye. know they've seen you know you get that eye contact and they know, you know they've seen you Aye. you do not know because that, that could affect that your
1: seen. decision making absolutely if you're coming up and you're say uh, you're in the position where you're passing a car on whatever road it may be and you see a driver look in the mirror Mm. and and strike eye contact you know they've seen you so you know then it's Mm. safe to progress you come up beside a car and you don't have that eye contact you're then that little bit more because then you don't know if they've not seen you who's to say that when you get past that point you're in their blind spot that they're not and it's oh, the on, oh, and there you, you know. go. Ah, and yeah. I suppose that's back to the bubble. You know what I mean? Make sure you've got that
0: invisible bubble. Yeah. But be aware of that technology. Then I think I'd, nah, I'd, that's know, a good point. It's obviously something you're not really hugely aware of, done But I'd, and I no, only no. I aware of it until I that read it and, read it in one of the magazines and then I saw this wee Honda car. I was coming back from Edinburgh and I saw this wee Honda car. And I was like, that's that's getting no bloody us why? Why why are you doing that? I know. Um anyway, so that's uh, that's uh, the the dad and the nan spoken to you. Yep about your um you know, make sure you get your clean pants on. Take and easy, son. Yeah, don't worry about me. Bring me back a pan loaf. Right? So <laughs>
1: There's people out there going, <laughs> What is a pan loaf? I know exactly. We're not gonna digress no, a pan is. loaf
0: decision. Google it. Just so a um leaf. Anyway, part two. So this is probably more of the discussion, although we've had a bit of a good wee chat about that stuff. Oh. Hand Solo or Han Groupie? Riding alone or in a pack? Oh. <laughs> there we go. Um, you programme that into your
1: wee I know. part? I, I, I might, actually. I might just cut it out for this week's show and just stick it on a button.
0: If you can't stick it on a button, where can you stick it? Yep. So let's look at the hand Solos, because uh, I'm a bit of a hand Solo. I'm not really? a Groupie. I'm, uh, at the moment, at the start of the discussion, I'm more of a, I just like my own time on the bike yeah yep, yep. Um okay. so pros and cons to the solo excursion pros you're not tied to anyone else which is probably the biggest pro for me and um, you can go where you want even if you don't know where you want to go you know and that's again hit a junction to the side so if, especially when i like to go down here way you know there's mm. so many different ways to get to places aye. you know you can have so go, many back roads you back roads and yep. whatever um, you can be out for as long or as short as you like. No consideration for anyone else. You can stop when you want. If you spot something or somewhere that demands a break or a photo or whatever, you can go as fast as you want, legally permitting, of course. Of course, we do not. Uh, we do not advocate advocate. That's the word. Um, anything other than the national speed limits for each type of roads. Um, or as slow as you like, without a care in the world. And if you want to pras- pras- practice 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 <laughs> aspects of your riding, you can, yeah, so you can do whatever you want, whenever you want. And I think that's essentially for me, I'm not a particularly, maybe it's, I used to cycle, right, when I was younger, and I always in that fear of being dropped, you know, oh, I mean? you when you get dropped, right? Are you, a, are you a mammal. Uh, so, like, you're out in the bikes, right? You're out in the push bikes and you're riding in a group and there's, you're always talk about, oh, big, big Jimmy there, he got dropped last night. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And uh, you're going, I don't want to be the guy that gets dropped. So maybe that's just a... What do you mean a, dropped? Left, left behind because you're not driving, riding as fast, or you're um, not, you know, riding the bike, whatever, and yep. and, and you know, you kind of catch up with the group. So if you think about the Tour de France, what was that like two or three folk at the, the end of the Tour de France that come in last and it stopped for a coffee and a crispy yeah uh, exactly. Um, so um, I think it's so it's maybe just that I've got that inherent fear or insecurity that I'll be left behind. You know, don't um, need me. You know. But that's, that's to me is uh, probably why I'm at the moment mentally more so. And I've not done a lot of group rides, you know. I quite like when it be one or two, one or two other people. So mind, you know, there was that time you and I and, and Big Teal went down to Loch Lomond um, uh, for the tour. Uh, aye, the Tron, we did that on our wellness. The Tron, the aye, we day. we did that on our wellness day, aye. Aye.
1: Um, aye. aye. aye, we hit the back roads. We used used to on reasonable bikes, me and a... Bloody big Harley, Aye. weighing a ton. It was fine when you, you were on the straight road it. You could. You, it was you, great on the straight
0: roads. Absolutely road. destroyed, isn't it? Straight roads. Trying to chuck it end? round some of the wee tight bends, know, going at the back end all homing t- Jeez. Uh, so, um, so, and I, d- I, didn't mind that because you know you kept in touch with each other. We didn't have to, you know, it wasn't about. But I just I suppose it's that fear of, as I'm going to be a, a group of people in the, in the in the pack that are a bit bravado and want to fly away or whatever. You know, if I'm riding my time and I've got a, a an R one sitting at the front and they're just going to. They're just well, going to fly. Do you know what I mean? You're going to, I'm, n- I'm never catching you. But, in saying that, there are constant as well, of course. One of the things, God forbid, if you've had an accident, no one will know no who you are. Uh, uh, or if you break down, you're on your own. Again, which is key to have your phone. Yeah? Yep. Um, it can be lonely. You know, the social interaction can be nice, especially when you stop for a coffee and stuff like that. So, uh, and if you're on a longer trip overnight, etc., sometimes there's a better deals to be had out there. No, you know I mean? good. The
1: w- one thing I will say, though, is... We're saying, obviously, one of the cons is, is from a social perspective, you stop somewhere for a coffee, you can your when you're Todd, you can of share some of the experiences yeah, and stuff yeah. like that you've seen. And you're like, oh, that was a good bit road and whatever, right? However, on the flip side of that, sometimes the people you meet, when you're not expecting it, when you're out on the bike, is half of the journey, I think. Because you get uh, to somewhere and you find that... Uh, cause, uh, because uh, us as bikers are just naturally... um gifted if found in places for coffee where other bikers tend to frequent it's like a, a homing beacon. Yeah. you know what I mean um and then sometimes you end up talking to guys that you then kind of share stuff with and and sometimes that
0: so I mean it's not
1: I don't think it's all a con
0: yeah I, mean, I think I mean, it's I, all minus I think there is one of the best interactions I had was when I was going to see my brother in Ireland and I, I went there I was on a bike myself it was kind of it was a half seven ferry, and it was so by the time you we were getting off the ferry at in the morning, no, at night. All oh, right, so by the time you got off the ferry at night, it was about back at 10, half 10, something like that. But I met a biker on the boat, and the two mm. sat together. So we you were know, a couple of us sitting chatting in the boat, coffee. This guy, um, and of course, nobody will know who this person is, so it's fine, but you know, he's uh, ex police, and he told me exactly the route to take to get myself uh, across the. <laughs> my brother's place uh, and, and what times um, was, was the best time to open the throttle up a wee bit because they were changing shifts do you know what I mean <laughs> so I got there in record time that night because and he was like just watch yourself here watch yourself there the rest of the time you're sorted <laughs> and that was like and that's one of the best things of advice I've ever gotten I was like brilliant you know we got off at Larn and he went one way I went the other and I was like brilliant yeah. and um, that makes it a bro, that makes it a big bro. do you know what I mean you know so I don't know a, it's it's a con. It's a con if you if you're doing it for social interaction, or oh, you're unlucky
1: enough that you don't find anywhere for I a coffee other than like a,
0: a, a petrol station aye, or a, a McDonald's, or named But it's it's a pro um, if you if you meet that interesting person. Or that, you, know, you know, a few times and um, even just um even just like twenty minutes, half an hour chat with guys in the queue to go on the ferry for Ireland, for instance. You know, yep. so like the first it wasn't it was only, it was not that long after getting the, the triumph I went across the island. So the thing's, you know, brand new, right? You know, it's just, it's just, it done it Clement. 600 miles. It'd been in for its, haven't you now tightened up and it was ready to go to the island, right? So I'd only had a couple of months and it's sitting in that queue. Now there's guys sitting there with bikes way more expensive than mine, you know, um, loads of different things, but everybody was looking at that wee street cup because it just, just turned heads. And even the guys with the big, driving Tigers and all that. We're going. That's a beautiful bike, mate. So you know, and you just get a right good chat with people on the gear. And it's but getting, and it's getting lovely wee throaty tone I after when you're when you're pulling away. And co- I, I and I quite like you know. It's a bit like um, you know. It's a bit like if you go on a first date, you know, go go for a drink. Can't
1: remember that far back. No, but, but go
0: for it. Well, allegedly, go for a drink. You know, because you can always, you know, if you don't like the person, you can bugger off. Whereas, you know, if you're stuck with folk for a four or five hour and the size that one of the guys in the pack's about yeah, well wallop, mm, yep. I mean, then you know it, it can it can actually, of it can ruin you know it. I can ruin it. Aye. Yeah. So I'm I'm not a hand solo as such, but I would I would really need to be comfortable with all the people in the group. I think. Aye. If want to rides like that, you know that I know I'm not going to end up stick sitting in Girvan Beach having a packet of chips, and I'm the one that's left way. The Chief is, you know, the misogynistic, you know, <laughs> um, whatever, do you know what I mean? Giving it all this and I'm sitting biting my tongue or biting my fish, you know what I mean? Because you just want to go, but I don't want to make the rest of the trip back, you know, <laughs> horrible, do you know what I mean? I'm, uh,
1: I'm taking yeah. my own detour back up the road.
0: Exactly, so.
1: That's, aye, okay, right, well let's do a hand groupies and then we can right, actually get in the debate. Um, and that way we're not going to miss anything. Um, so <laughs> hand groupies. So let's take casual groups and, and official club rides, right? Because there's, there's there's a bit of both. Because so the pros, there's safety in a group. If you suddenly go off road, I'm mm-hmm. gonna say suddenly go off road, yeah, like through a hedge. Through a hedge. Aye. Um, more.
0: A corner happens, but the bike doesn't, he? Aye, aye pretty much. Essentially, you, you essentially aye. you're sitting mm-hmm. on something that, that wants to go in a straight line. So if you Aye. if anything happens, it makes it. It will go in a straight line. Goodosh. Go look.
1: Uh, there's more chance of you actually someone noticing that you're missing, yeah. um, and coming back to get you and help you. Um, sometimes on runs, strange and wonderful things happen, and that's when it's good to have people there because then if the absolute strange happens, then at least you've got other folk there. One, it can back up your story when that you're telling sense. it as a lovely dinner party anecdote. Um, and secondly, it actually just makes a, it makes a good giggle um, that you can share those moments, which kind of brings you on to that social aspect. So when, again, contrary to the social rider or the hands those, when we pull up at a, whatever it may be, and it can be a McDonald's, it can be a, a, a gas station or petrol station mm-hmm. kind of where coffee machine built right. into it. It I doesn't really stop. matter where we stop because then you're in a group anyway, so you're there with fellow riders and all that kind of good stuff. If you're on a longer trip, you can share some of the bike and repair essentials. Um, it cuts down on the amount of luggage, so I can carry like puncture repair kit and you can carry something and somebody else can carry a first aid kit and all that kind of good stuff. So you're actually lightening the load. Always good to pick up tips for other riders as well, so if you're a bit of a novice and you've got guys out there that have been riding 20, 30 years solid, that are advanced riders or something like that, those guys will always try and give you tips and little hints and all that kind of stuff. And also, it means then if you've got a, a brake light or something like that and somebody's behind you, they'll tell you that your brake light's so, out, whereas if you're out in your and you don't see that, you're kind of at the mercy uh, of, yep, you know what I mean, yep. somebody pawing upside you and going, yeah, brake light's out! So, and there's always that. Uh, I'm glad
0: you pulled away from the mic there, because that would have definitely the yeah.
1: Absolutely, no, I would have just edited that. that it's do. fine, it's fine. I'm getting professional. This now. Uh trips with groups of riders can negotiate discounts. Aye. So if there's a, a decent enough number of you, then yeah, there, there's, there's deals to be had out there. Um, especially if you're booking B and or you could book an Airbnb and get a better deal because aye. or share the, the, share the, share the cost. Aye, you're sure. sharing the cost. Um, and as a great Way to meet new people, fellow riders. Um, again, this kind of, this will make you cringe. This kind of goes away from what you were just saying. Um, but it gets, if, if you're going out with a group of guys and you don't know everyone, it's an opportunity to meet new people, which mm-hmm. I think is a is a good thing, unless it's We Archie, who's a bit of a misogynist, and, you know I mean, nobody really likes him and stuff like that, but he keeps tagging along to the riders anyway. Um, And then there's that community, that whole kind of feeling part of, kind of the biking world and stuff like that and the biking club as I always call it because um, I think anytime, time anyone for the local biker school or in the corner um, passes their CBT I always comment kind of on social media and say welcome to the club because that's what it kind of feels like it feels like a bit of a club absolutely yeah.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm probably a member of the club that likes to that doesn't really go to the means <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that goes hi just send me the minutes yeah. Um, but there are cons
1: to being a groupie a hand groupie uh, you are at the mercy of the group, so depending on the group size, you can't just stop, you can't just change direction, you can't find a wee back road and go, Oh, I wonder what was done there. And I'm gonna go and explore. You have little or no flexibility. Sometimes there is an unconscious pressure to keep up with the group, not all the time. I'll Put that out there. I'm not telling anyone with any kind of brush, but sometimes depending on the rider, you have that you feel that you've got to keep up with the group because you don't want to maybe be the guy at the back. You want to be dropped. Yep. But, you know I mean so you then kind of put yourself under that little bit of pressure. And probably the probably guys are not really that bothered. You know what I mean um, whether you're keeping up or not. It's just everybody's enjoying the run. You know what I mean you drive the bike for you, so you drive the bike, make sure you're safe. I mean, it's your responsibility, but there is some unconscious thing there. And then on official club rides, and I've done a couple of these, usually there's rules and guidelines to follow. So sometimes having a pullover to give directions if there's a massive group of you, so you don't get kind of tied up, and then rejoin with the back markers, or maybe being the ride navigator, or kind of taking that official and becoming like a road captain or something like that that sometimes can add a bit of pressure and a bit of stress to ride it that not everyone enjoys. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a that's a kind of con. Yeah. And there'll be some people out there that go, actually, I am a ride captain and I love being a ride captain. I feel like I need of responsibility and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And happy days, you know what I mean? That's a, I'm not knocking it in the slightest. But yeah, it's just like, kind of some people don't,
0: some people do like it. So. And it depends how confident you are and where you're going, you know? So. Ah, Exactly. Um, if you, I mean, if I was a ride captain uh, and and I knew the area very well, I, I would not would have no issues with it, I yep. think. And even if you, like, you hit a, a road closed, like we did that time at Loch Lomond when the road was going to go on, and but ended up going through um, up X, Y, and Z. But, you know, it's fine if you've got that level of confidence, but, you know, putting that level of, as you say, stress or pressure on some people, can actually... It's, it it's can impair really their
1: judgment, that. do you know what I mean? Um, Or the, the divert attention for elsewhere. So... Yeah, so there's, there's I think I don't know I, I look at it as a con, but some people might look at it and go No, actually, that's for me. That's a pro, yeah. and that may make me you a hand groupie and not so much of a hand solo. Aye. I don't think you. I don't think there's one camp you need to be in. Or, you know, the no, other. I, th-
0: I think it's so. another. And I think probably for most people, you're you're maybe a bit in in between. Like as I said, I liked that time. There was three of us. It. Yeah, and it was just three of us, and and you know, no, there was no pressure to f- go faster or you know, go wherever you want, you know, if no. you don't need to pull over, we just pulled over and chatted and whatever it was, you know, but if you're out a dozen people, there's maybe I can see that pressure of keeping up and I think that's something I'm I I'm not i f I'm not a fast rider. Never have been, never will be, you know. and um, but I know there's people that like to get out there and they get you know, the knee get the knee doing The and, and get the knee done all that, you I know what I mean? So you know what I mean
1: It's difficult. I I can I'm a not I'm not
0: be holding anybody back either. Aye. Do you know to do that?
1: Exactly. And if I'm the guy that's that's at the front, and I'm racing away, and people are behind me. I always then kind I don't always, I'm getting better at then going, Well, they know where we're going. You know what I mean? So if I'm, if we're going, if there's a group ride, right, and there's maybe three or four of us Aye. going out, I'll try and plot out, I mean, I'll take that responsibility. I mean, on the night, I'll quite happily say, Andy, but if we don't want to go there, we can go somewhere else. But I'll always try and pick a route and say, Right, so that there's a couple of stop points. So that they go right, we're going to there, and then we're going to there, and then we're going to there. And here, there's like a car park and there, there's a Sainsbury's and there, right. there's a, so that I can go out and enjoy the run and get the soloy part of it. But then when I get to that end or when I get to that stopping point, everybody else catches up, and then you get the social and the, the kind of sharing <laughs> that, and the, oh, here, what about that left Andy bend right there? That came out of Neha, you know what I mean? Oh, I've never been on that road. That's actually a really good road. Aye, I quite aye, enjoyed that wee road, and it's all of that kind of stuff. But then we go right. We're going to the next bit. We'll meet at that car park. Woof! There you go. And I'm enjoying the run for me, and everybody else is just kind of behind me. Aye. So I, I, I can get, I can get both out of that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I get, totally. the, I get the hand solo a bit because I then just go. Well, you know what I mean. You know where um, we're going. There's,
0: there's, there's a bit of me that says, well,
1: just date myself then. Do you know? Aye. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that is, aye, that's the thing, do you know what I mean? Um, I've been on club Riders that's lit with hog, and it's the very first one I went on, I thought, oh, there's so much to take in. Because you're not only obviously trying to take in everything that's going on about you when you're normally out riding, but you're keeping in a certain formation. You're keeping kind of in position so that you're maximising the safety of everyone in that group, mm-hmm. front mm-hmm. and behind you. But then you need to, as you get closer to the front of that pack, you then have a responsibility to make sure that if we're taking a junction there and you're next on the list, you need to pull out and signal so that everybody else can go on that and then you drop in at the back again and you're constantly trying to watch that as well. For me, that was, I want to say stressful, but it was like an added thing to think about as well as thinking about everything else at aye, the time. Aye. And I think the more and more you do it, the easier it becomes. Um. However, when you're at the back and you're going along a big straight of road and there's, say, a hill going up the way and in front of you there's another 30 Harley-Davidson riders and they're all in that kind of staggered formation it looks absolutely mental. Absolutely. It's like, I can understand that. This is why I'm out on a, this is why I'm out with the group. This is why I'm out on an organised club ride because you then get that woof of, yes, Mm. I'm in this brotherhood kind of idea, which sounds really, sounds anarchy. It does a bit, right? But it definitely has that, you do feel part of that kind of thing, you mean? But, and then you're at the mercy of stopping it Wherever it may be, like as you say, going for a fish supper, and whereas sometimes I'm no ready to stop, I'm in the zone. I want to keep going, and that's where I then kind I go? I'd much rather kind of be out my with my todd at this po- at Aye. this point. Um, but at least if you're out with a group and somebody else is organised, it you t- you don't need to worry about where you're going. You just need to worry about getting there and enjoying the
0: ride when you get there. So. I don't know, it swings and runabouts. And do you know what? It's probably different on a Tuesday from it is on a Thursday. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. If you've had a, say you've been, say you've been like, you, you can quite often be sitting in the house and work all day on your own. Do you know what I mean? No speaking to anyone else, just plugging away. And you want that social interaction at the end of the day. You know, you need that level of contact with humanity. Yep. You know, whereas in the, the job I'm in at the moment, I am constantly talking to people, yep. constantly helping people, constantly doing you know, X, Y, and Z. And you've got a whole but you know, actually, I want to be out for an hour, two hours, three hours at the end of the day with my hands, my thoughts, I, me, and my thoughts, and my music, my yep. Barry Manilow, yep. and my anthrax, yeah, and uh, your you know, faith, hell, yeah, exactly, and uh, Rick Astley. And I want to be, I want to be out there, you know, so I suppose it's you know, and but then I can imagine. You know, where I worked previously, if I'd been sitting for two days, no talking to anybody, going out and meeting a, a bunch of like-minded bikers it, aye. for a coffee and a cake or whatever. Do you know what Or I mean? as
1: you say, it's, it's you mean even just going, right, do you know what? I've been working on my Todd all week. However, I know that on Friday night, you, me, Tio, Colin, whoever, mm-hmm. we're all going out a wee run, four or five hours, just a wee blast in the back roads. We'll stop in here for an ice cream because the weather's nice. And then we'll take that other route back up the road. You know what I mean? That's the you're then no worrying about it. You know we know where we're going. We know where we're stopping We know we'll meet up when we get there. And if MD really gets lost, we can phone them. Yeah. And then that's you, you know what I mean? I would say we're all comms
0: up, but uh, again, we don't all have the same comms unit. No, and it's and they don't all work with each other. No. I think so I think for me then, I think from from what I'm looking at for a group a solo i am a solo, I'm a solo eighty percent solo, twenty percent Small groupie but I've never done a club ride, so and so so from that perspective, I've no really, I can't really judge that. But the thought of it doesn't appeal feel No,
1: I don't. Uh, knowing you and what we've talked about and stuff like that, I don't think you would. I don't think you would enjoy it.
0: I think I'd enjoy it, I if, it, if, it if it was a Harley on. But owner. I think it'd be I think with a big Harley on, I think and with all the guys and hearing that roar, I would probably enjoy it. Um, as an experience, but whether I would want to be doing it on a regular basis. You know no, I, mean?
1: I think there'd be elements of it that you're right. You would be like, wow and whoa and do you know what I mean being at the being at the junction and telling everybody that we're going left and hear the whoa 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 is all pale by you right. and then holding up traffic so that you know what I mean we can all get out the same thing. That kind of stuff it's just uh, those little moments. You go, this is cool, but then it's when. I mean, you're on a straight road and it's just oh Man. I can't really go woof. Normally you're going there and you're doing like fifty five and you're playing along and you go, see normally I'd be sitting right at the speed limit, maybe just a smidgen over but under my ten percent. So uh, and but you can't because you go to stay in formation So that's the that's the bit I don't think you would
0: enjoy that much. No, probably not. Um I've never been a hog type person, that's the thing, no. so you know. However mainly because of the, the amount of cleaning they need. But you know, it's horrific. <laughs> um not been there, there's
1: torture. I've still got a ton of chrome stuff in the garage that I'm never probably gonna use again. I don't think. So if you if you go to chrome on your biking, I've got tons that you can just take it away. I keep seeing things and replacing them with a the black version. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't need to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, aye, that's, I, I'm... I'm i more. I think having done more rides lately, where there is small groups, I do like the small group aspect.
0: I think so, see like an IM ride, though. I think that's different. Cause I would. I would love to do. A, I think group rides for a purpose of learning stuff. Like so, as you say, some of the pros there is like older, more experienced riders, or I'd say older, longer. More yep. experienced riders getting that level of feedback on your riding and getting, you know, because I've been out with a couple of guys and, you know, who are IAM guys and, the, and, the, and they give you these weekend appointments about just staff just things like how you see a corner and how you can read when the corner's straighten up or when the corner's getting tight, you know, yep. and, and things you don't really think about um, as much and, and, you know, and you never forget those weed kind of bits, nuggets of information, that no. kind of thing. Absolutely, I, I get, and, and that's a great. I, I d- so that I can then go out solo and use it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, mean?
1: I observed rides on advanced riding. Uh, you know, I mean, I would de- class them as group, no, exactly. But um, having been out with like other groups of like, learners, uh, not like but advanced rider learners or associates as they call them, um, it's, quite, it's quite good because. I say you're all at the same level, but you mean you're all kind of working towards the same thing. You all drive a kind of technique that's very similar. um, And there is a kind of structure there that we use kind of from that and just yeah. apply it into the group rides. So that kind of works, but there's a cut of times I've been out with other groups that there's just... A, uh, I think it's difficult to define what the right kind of number is. I'm thinking five, any more than that. It's a bit, I think yeah. it depends who you're up with as well. Aye. Do you know what I mean? I think if we're all out on very similar bikes and that kind of stuff, and it's aye, and you know everybody, and or,
0: or if you're all out with a very similar mindset of how you want the ride to go, you know, and then you, and then you ride your bikes accordingly so that you, you match everybody. Aye, you know. a, there's so much. But but you know, there's a few thick posts I'll see, and you'll see folk out in a Last, like you know, a, a, a T100 Bonnie, but somebody's out in an R1 and somebody's out in a you know, a Honda VFR, and, and and you know, and you're like that. These are different people that are wanting more different things out of that ride. Going, aye, you sit in the car park at the at, see where the
1: at Tarbot, at mm-hmm. Loch Lomond where it splits onto the 82. You sit in that car park just there and you watch, and there's loads of them, and you just know they're on a group, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because they are. They're all of a similar ilk. they're all quite tightly packed together and they whiz by and they and uh, for those guys it's awesome. And see if you can all be comms up with the same comms, unit, I bet you it's hysterical. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because then you're able to have that bit of a chat. You can share music if your headset provides it or allows it and mm-hmm. you can start to share stuff and you can talk through kind of oh, watch out by the way, there's a clown coming in here in a van or whatever and you mean. It's, it's probably safer from that perspective. But again, it's the, well, you're at the mercy of the guy that's in front. I mean, he wants to stop, or he suddenly picks a spot unless you've pre planned it. And then, even at that, you've then got to plan it out, and that can just be a pain in the you know what. Aye. Sporting Aye.
0: 80 just getting on your bike and going. We own. need to
1: find that an in between. Yeah. So we've got hand solos and we've got hand groupies. We need somebody in between, like hand middlies or hand somethings. Yeah, my my brains, the coffee's water off. i minds went blank. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, that, you know. Aye, that's I, I can't I I can't think on anything. If anybody else is out there that's got a completely different opinion to ours then would love to hear it if yep. anyone's out there that's in a group ride that says oh no oh, group grip rides aren't like that they're so much fun and blah 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 and they yeah. want us to tag along aye. happily join up and
0: aye, come let, out let's and see what it's like yeah aye. definitely I, I think for me it's it's the, it's the fear of the fear of being dropped and the fear of being stuck with a wallopper <laughs> you know that see that's where you would like the hog ride because you kind of get dropped Aye. Because you've got two
1: guys at the back and you get the guy that can... I can't remember what the name of them, but there's almost like the guy that is the back marker and then mm. you've got a sweeper. So he's the guy. So if, so if you do miss the first guy, there's always that second guy that will pick you up. Right. You know I mean? so that never that get to me sounds far more... You never get dropped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Almost. So And those guys wear different coloured vests and all this kind of stuff. Aye. So it's full on proper. Um, And if you're in an organised run, just be your mates and all that and say, right, listen... I'll sit at the back and you know, we make sure that nobody gets lost and all that kind of stuff, then I suppose that kind of would work. Yeah. But every now and again, somebody wants to go up front, do not they? Ah, of course they do. Because you want that, and
0: maybe that's why. Because deep down, they are a bit of a hand solo. Mm-hmm. Well, you're essentially buying a, a, a vehicle to get you from a to on your own. That's what a bike does. Get you from a to on your own. So you can't tell me that anybody buys a bike... Um, instantly goes, I instantly want to be in a group. Goes, I want to be in a group. Yeah. And, and know, I want to talk and I I might have to all my pals. Aye. Oh, you should have bought a Reynolds Zoe. Right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get sponsored by a a Reynolds
0: m- next you week. Should have bought a minibus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? aye, I've got the train. Yeah, that's it. No, exactly. So, aye. There we go. You should have gone rambling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I sell a wee pair of hiking boots and a woolly bunnet. Aye. Because you can't a, go rambling in Scotland on your, and your a bike. A wee puffer jillet Cause there's no green lane. Exactly, you know, but uh, but if you get a scrambler, you can maybe go off road. Especially Stephen couldn't one. I wouldn't take a see off I would not take road. that off road. it anywhere near <laughs> dirt. Would you? Would take it anywhere near dirt? I'd
1: be reluctant to take it anywhere near tarmac. I Never mind dirt. I know. I'm not got a big enough fish to put it in the wall. No. So. That kind of sounds like a conclusion. That I think There's so. no conclusion. That yeah. There's the. I think it depends on. Time of the day, time of the month, time of the weather, time of the... You know I mean? There's a whole rake of stuff in there that could just make you go... i on Netflix what? that night, you know what I mean? I, right now, I just went to get my
0: tod and disappear. Yeah. And then it's... When we finish this, I'll be jumping on the bike back home and uh, uh, look forward to that. It's just so, a wee half-hour so, ride, but just...
1: F- just where we're on that point, and just in case you thought I'd forgot, which I haven't, you're going to jump on a bike for here and you're going to go... F- up the road. Yep. Birthday weekend. Birthday weekend. What is the first thing you're going to do? Tell our lovely listeners what the first thing you're going to do when you get in It Other than take your helmet off and your gloves off and pack the dogs. Going to, I'm going to use
0: my um, ultrasonic cleaner to pour.
1: So just for anyone that's listening that doesn't know what an ultrasonic cleaner is, yeah. what is an ultrasonic
0: cleaner? It is a cleaner that emits ultrasonic waves through liquid to basically... Sh- Rapidly vibrate dirt off her jewellery and stuff like that, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to use it for? Pouring Guinness. <laughs> because um, if for I have Guinness Surger cans, which um, uh, if you don't have a Guinness Surger plate, which can cost you hundreds of pounds now because you don't make them anymore. Uh, if you buy a 20 pound ultrasonic cleaner from Amazon and some Guinness Surger cans, you can pour a pint of Guinness, TikTok or YouTube or whatever, you can pour a pint of Guinness that is like getting a pint of Guinness from a pub, and actually the surgery cans, the stuff in the surgery cans is really nice, and it's almost it's as close as you're going to get in your house to getting a pint of Guinness for Dublin. Oh, is it? Aye, I'm mean, need to try and it, and that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm more massive. I'm
1: more massive fan of Guinness and stout, but I'd be tempted to I'd be tempted to try it again
0: because it's been a long time since I've tried either. I've, I've watched grown men and women weep when they when they drunk it because it's taken them back. To be in an island, really? A, I literally, I've seen their eyes fill up with tears, and their belly fill up with Guinness after that. So,
1: really conclusion: yes, nothing to do with Hansel Low hanger But conclusion this week, right, is we've had a top tip, top From tip. T- from Dale, Dale. Thank you, Dale, on how to track your bike with nothing but a cheap phone and a Page go sim. Yep. Genius. And the second top tip is if you want the perfect Guinness, by soldier cans. And an ultrasonic
0: cleaner, exactly. And I, I can, and and the from the check-in, uh, our superstar biker to be, who's booked his CBT has also will will clarify when he comes on this podcast at some point. Hopefully, that the Guinness is beautiful because he's he has indulged. Oh, really? Yes. Good
1: man. See, it's been quite a productive week. It has, yeah. A lot of top tips out there. There we go. We should have just spared ourselves the hassle of doing the middle bit. I know, just
0: (laughs) send your tips in. (laughs) Send Mm. in
1: your tips and we'll read them out on air and take credit for them. That's it. Other than Dale's, obviously. Folks, that's it for episode five. They're coming thick and fast, I'll tell you. Thank you for listening, as always, to the ramblings of me and Ian, the average bikers in a cave this week. Um, and for supporting each episode, we continue to be overwhelmed by the support from the loving Out listeners, including Dale for his contribution to the show this week. That's what we call it, super support. Super support. We're gonna get a gold star. I paid like a
0: pair of twenty denier tights. We should get little super support. We sh- I'm gonna look at getting
1: little badges made up. Aye. little average bikers and a K badges. And if you send in stuff, you get a little badge. I think that's <sighs> what we should blue do. Peter. Like a blue Peter badge, like an average yeah. biker in a cave badge, but,
0: uh, like a blue Peter badge, but far more exclusive. But far more exclusive. Exactly. We don't just give them away for willy nilly. And we'll be giving Dale the first, the first one. Average bikers in a cave badge. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Dale.
1: Um, But as always, remember
0: these are just the opinions of a group of average bikers a massive thank you from all of us here and if you enjoyed it, please like, share and more importantly, subscribe. If you want to get in touch with questions or a possible big question then please email us at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com or get in touch via our Facebook page or Instagram. See you in the next episode and until next time, remember only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out the car window.